Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Tommy, uh, let's go. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Subject, major dilemma. Good morning, Steve Harvey and crew. I am writing because I I am having a major dilemma. My husband and I have been together for about 11 years and have two children. We are currently separated and have been going through some things. For the last few years, we have been on and off again. We can't seem to get along and there is a lack of communication. We have been through everything except pregnancies outside the marriage on both parts. At the present time, we live in two separate households and have been separated since January. We recently talked and know that we love each other and want to be together. We also know that we need help getting past some of our issues. We decided that we want to be back together, but now the problem is the living arrangement. He currently lives in the house his grandparents own. I live in the apartment we started a one-year lease on in September. He wants to move into the house. Uh, I, however, do not. The reason I refuse to is because of the location of the house. It is not in the greatest part of the city, and the outbreak of violence in this area of town is outstanding. I am not too crazy about the house, and the schools in the area suck. 
to say the least. Our children are currently in a great school district, and the environment is not overcome with violence. He and I have both lived within the city where the house is, and we hated it. That is why we moved. So now he wants to live in the house, and I refuse to. I would much rather keep our children in the environment they are in and get a home of our own. He dents now. He dents now. I don't get that. He dents now. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, This has kept us from getting back together. So what should we do? We have no money to move and put our boys in better schools where the house is located and the house needs repairs, which at this time we cannot afford. So what advice do you have for us? How can we get past this, reaching a compromise that suits us both? Mind you, we currently have an apartment where there is a lease until August and it makes no sense. No sense to pay rent in two places. Please help us with this. Sincerely, Major Dilemma. Dear Major Dilemma, uh, this is a major dilemma because um, in order for this marriage to work, you guys do need to be together. You know, it seems to me your husband would want to move in the better part of the city where you and the kids would be safe, happy, and uh, the kids well-educated. He doesn't even own the home where he lives, the apartment, while you guys don't own you know, you don't own that either. Um, you at least wouldn't be living under your grandpa, your uh, grandparents' rule. And you won't lose your deposit, okay, which money is kind of tight right now, so you seem to be really concerned about that. Uh, you don't give us any information as to why he's so adamant about living there, though, uh, because the rent isn't even free. So um, I don't really think uh, he wants to get back together right now because he's not doing what it takes. And uh, that means, you know, making you happy, moving into a safe, secure home or apartment of your own. Uh, You know the saying, happy wife, happy life. Um, In order for you guys to um, compromise or to come to uh, a compromise, you have to meet each other halfway. You guys aren't doing that. You're, You're at an impasse. You refuse to move. He's refusing to move. So until you guys, you know, give on that and I think it should be the husband in this point just given your letter you know it's safer and and the kids have a go to a good school I think he should move into your apartment Steve how much time I got uh you don't have a lot of time right now you can come okay back, then though. I'm gonna hold my ass when yeah. I come back I go see to something totally different totally in this different. okay I see really? something totally different I agree with what you said though Shirley I really do uh, but I, I see some more stuff in this okay. letter that's going right, on. I'm going to point out some couple of things that I saw when you was mm-hmm. reading it. And uh-huh. uh, t- t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Take your time, brother. Hey, Take listen, the time. letter yeah, is posted. I'm trying, Tommy. If you want to comment on the letter, it's posted. Go to steveharvey.com. Click on the strawberry letter. You can also email us your strawberry letter issues on the website. We'll be back with Steve's letter. answer. Right after this, 12 after. All right, come on, Steve, with part two of your response to today's letter. Uh, Major Dilemma. Good morning, Steve Harvey and crew. I'm writing because I have a major dilemma. My husband and I have been together for 11 years and have two children. We're currently separated and been going through some things. For the last few years, we've been on again, off again. We can't seem to get along, and there's a lack of communication. We've been through everything except pregnancies outside the marriage on both parts. At the present time, we live in two separate households and have been separated since January We recently talked and know that we love each other and want to be together. We also know we need help getting past some of our issues. We decided that we want to be back together, but now the problem is a living arrangement. He currently lives in the house his grandparents own. I live in the apartment we started a one-year lease on in September. He wants to move into the house. I, however, do not. 
The reason I refuse to is because of the location of the house. It's not in the greatest part of the city. An outbreak of violence in this area of town is outstanding. I am not too crazy about the house, and the school is in the area, and the schools in the area suck, to say the least. Our children are currently in a great school district, and the environment is not overcome with violence. He and I both live within the city where the house is, and we hated it, and that's why we moved. So now he wants to live in the house, and I refuse to. I would much rather keep our children in the environment they are in and get a home of our own. I don't know what it means when he says he's dense now. This has kept us from getting back together. So what should we do? We have no money to move and to put our boys in better schools where the house is located. House needs repairs, which at this time we cannot afford. So what advice do you have for us? How can we get past this reaching a compromise that suits us both? Mind you, we currently have an apartment where the lease is until August, and it makes no sense to pay rent in two places. Please help us with this sincerely major dilemma. First of all, uh, you have the major dilemma placed in the wrong area. Your major dilemma, you claim, is you don't want to pay rent in two places. He refuses to move into the apartment. You refuse to move into the house. That's not your major dilemma. Your major dilemma is the very reason that y'all ain't together in the first place. Y'all two don't get along, and you two have a lack of communication. And you're demonstrating the same thing that you say broke you up. You can't seem to get along, and there's a lack of communication. This, again, is another example of you all's lack of communication. It is a lack of understanding and is the unwillingness on either one of your part to compromise. Now, Shirley's right. It seems like the smart move would be for the guy to move into the apartment so the kids could keep going to the, to, to the best school system. But he ain't willing to do that. And mm. then you ain't willing to move. You all have a, a major dilemma and you all still have a communication problem. Now, you say in the letter that we've gone through everything except pregnancies outside the marriage, parentheses, on mm-hmm. both parts. This mm-hmm. means that both of y'all have cheated. That's, right. That's what that means. On both parts. That means both of y'all been cheating. That's the code that I see in there. Because I've never heard that before. We've been through everything except pregnancies outside the marriage, parentheses, on both parts. What you all need to work on, really is your basic selves and your marriage skills. Because right now, y'all don't seem to have none. Hmm. You want what you want, and he want what he want. And now ain't neither one of y'all willing to give in. Now, you done wrote this letter in, and your letter really ain't for a compromise. Your letter is really how do you convince this man to move back into this apartment? Because nothing you've said about moving into the grandmama's house is going to work for you. But you are convinced that staying in the one-year lease apartment will work for you and the kids. Now, it seems in the letter, like Shirley said, that this would be the best thing to do. But guess what? He ain't trying to hear that. And you ain't trying to move. Thus, you have a lack of communication. And now, what is y'all's marriage going to be built on? When you get back together, what y'all going to do? See, y'all need to work on that part of it right now. Y'all can't even agree when you separated, and you can't agree when you married. Mm. So now, when y'all going to get back together and do what? Disagree some more. See, your major dilemma ain't where you going to live. Your major dilemma is really how you all can live together. Mm-hmm. That's your major dilemma. How well, you all, how your man don't see these kids' needs, how you don't see your man's needs, 
how both of y'all don't see anybody's needs. And this is a ridiculous statement that you're making to me. Selfish. Both of y'all. They're at an impasse, you know. And, you know, so what advice do you have for us? Get y'all selves together. Why do y'all even want to be together? (laughs) Right there. There's nothing in this. There's nothing in this letter that says you two people should be together. Nothing. You wrote nothing in here. All you said was this one line in there is that we love each other and we want to be together. Okay. Wow. Without compromise. You can't tell, huh? Y'all want to be together? I can't. I swear to you, I can't tell. And so (laughs) when I I read a letter like this, man, I just go, wow. Y'all only been here 11 years. Y'all went through so much stuff. Now, you can't afford to move. You ain't got the money for repairs. You ain't got the money for two rents. Yeah. And she what? refuses to, and so does he, to move. So what you want me and Shirley to say? <laughs> we don't know how to get y'all together. All right, Steve, we got to go. Please email us or uh, Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter, at my girl Shirley. And please don't forget this Thursday at 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, Facebook Live, the Strawberry Live after show with, with me uh, and uh it's going to be fun. Thanks to everyone who's uh, joined us, and we've had fun, great conversations. So, so thank you so very much. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is he breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk, can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats 
with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.